apologize to the church because we just don't realize the seriousness about quenching the Holy Spirit. And um, I just felt such a sweet presence up here this morning. And um, there was something I should have said and I didn't say it. Um, I just felt in my heart. I just really felt like God. And you know, I know some of you understand. And it was the enemy. And people who say the enemy doesn't go to church, that's a lie. Amen. Because it was him, you know. I know I'm not a big prophet. I know I'm not a big preacher. I, I know, and I tell the Lord, my mother used to say it, I know I'm the least of your children, Lord. As long as I belong to you, I'm okay. But I know I'm the least of his children. And I should have said something this morning about, um, uh, you know, being focused on God and what he wants us to do rather than our surroundings. That's what he wanted me to say this morning, and I didn't say that. And I might have, it might have kept somebody from not coming to the altar. I don't know. But I need a lot of prayer. I really, really do. He just wanted me to say, and I know it was him. I know it was. But he just wanted me to say that we need to be focused more on him, our relationship with him, his will in our life, rather than our surroundings. Amen. Because the old enemy will come in here. I'll tell you what he used to do to me. Mm-hmm. He used to, uh, when we would have guest speakers to come in and they would refer to the Holy Ghost as the Holy Spirit, I would get so caught up in that. I know what the word says in John. I know what it says, but let me tell you something. I'm not going to focus on that anymore. Because I sat right here. I was on that second pew sitting right there. And I know he spoke to my heart and basically told me I was focused on the wrong thing. I was focusing on the wrong. It just consumed me through that message. It consumed me through that message. But anyway, I truly want to apologize because I know being in God's will is most important. And sometimes we really think we know what God's will is in our life when the question is, do we really? Do we really know what God's will is in our life? And that's most important. And I have one scripture for you and it's in Ephesians. Thank you, God. Ephesians. And I know there are, there are many, many sermons that you could preach through this. And I know Paul was talking to the church of um, um, the Ephesians, of the Ephesians. What am I trying to say? Ephesus. 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 Yes, I, it was there. Ephesus. But there are many, many things, many sermons, really, that you could preach from this little passage of Scripture. But I have one Scripture in Ephesians chapter 5, the 17th verse. And this really, really hit me, and I guess it did because of my disobedience this morning. And, you know, that's a scary thing. It's a very, very scary thing. And some people may think, well, that's something so minor. That's something so little. No, it's not. That's a huge thing. That's a big thing. I mean, it's huge not to do what God wants you to do. In Ephesians, the fifth chapter, starting at the 17th verse, the only verse, The word of God says, Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Just help me pray, please, Father God. We thank you for your word tonight, God. We thank you, Lord, 
for your anointed word, Lord. I just pray, God, that nothing comes out of this mouth, lest it's from you, Lord. Just help me tonight bring forth the word that you want, God. Truly, thy will be done in my life. Thy will be done tonight, God. I pray that we receive your word the way you will have us to, God. That we understand it the way you want us to understand it tonight, God. And it's all to glorify you. In the holy name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I thank you, Lord. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for mercy and for grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5 says, Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Understanding what the will of the Lord is. And I sat on the couch tonight and I read this because to be honest with you, I wanted to read a scripture out of Isaiah. And I sat on the couch tonight and I read this tonight. And it just, it, it really, really got to me because thinking you know what God's will is and truly understanding God's will is two different things. I'm telling you, we truly need to be seeking God for his will. And you know what? Sometimes his will doesn't line up with our will. I think about um, Hezekiah and, you know, how he prayed. Everybody knows the story. He prayed for 15 more years. And then who was born during that time? Manasseh was born during that time. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think Manasseh did eventually repent. But a lot of bad things came from Manasseh. So sometimes we think we know what's best because, to be honest with you, we get a little selfish. Sometimes we think we know what's best for us when in reality we don't know what's best for us. It's understanding God's will in our life. There's a big difference. I'm going to tell you something. We need a readiness in our life to jump when God speaks. We need a readiness in our life. We need to want to do God's will. But there are times that we sit back and I'll, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. We'll sit back and we'll pray, God, your will be done in my life. But in our heart, our heart is far from God's will. Because we're selfish and we want to do what Karen wants to do and what Sydney wants to do and what Jen wants to do. God's will is to populate the kingdom of God. That's his will. That's all he wants is for people to come and accept Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. And I got to thinking about what happened this morning. And how somebody might have come to the altar had I stepped out and said that. Somebody might have come to the altar. We want a lot of stuff. We want things our way. You've heard me talk about the pity wagon. We jump on the pity wagon and say, Lord, and I'm homesick. When you work with kids the way I work with kids and you see the mess they go through, you're ready for Christ to come back at any time, I'm here to tell you. But that's not God's will because it hasn't happened yet. It's only God's will that matters. It's not our will. Understanding. Understanding His will in our life. I mean, I'm not kidding you. The church today, they're, they're like a, a, a plane without a pilot. Right. It's the truth. They're heading for destruction. Why? Because they get up and they preach, preach, preach God's will. And in reality, they're far from His will. 
understanding. Sometimes his will is not comfortable. Sometimes his will does not give us a sense of peace in this moment. But one day, one day, hallelujah, we'll understand it. That's, isn't that the song? By and by. And we will. We don't know it now. We really don't understand it now. I've had such heartbreak over my kids at school. There are stories that I could tell you that would literally just, you wonder how people can be so evil. But I'm going to tell you something. We have a real enemy. And you, 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 you have a job to do. It's not your will. It's not your will. We have a real enemy out there. And he is real. And he doesn't sleep. I've said that several times. So we all have a little patch of ground that we need to witness to and, and to let them see Christ in us. Understanding God's will. You better believe it. And I have told several students, well, sis, well, bub, we all have a heavenly father. I mean, horrible things. I could tell you some things that you, it would literally make you sick. It would make you nauseous. And yes, there are times I just get homesick. I'm just like, and I have. I've asked the Lord, God, how much longer is this going to go on? How much longer? I mean, pure evil. How much longer is this going to go on? Don't you know he's getting tired of it? Don't you know his heart, he's basically grieving over what he sees here? And we're getting ready to start a, a new novel, and it's about what happens in Afghanistan. And really, even here in the United States of America, you and I don't see what a lot of people see in this world. And yet, we want God's will to be done in our life, but do we really? Do we pray for the understanding of His will in our life? I'm not going to get Karen's way. It's not Karen's way. It's God's way. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If Karen doesn't shape up, Karen's going to not only hurt herself, but I could hurt others too. Just like this morning, I kid you not, somebody could have come to the altar if I had been obedient. But I let the enemy, and I did, I allowed him to get into my ear and say, well, you're not a big prophet. Well, you, who are you? <clears throat> I did that. Was I in God's will? Absolutely not. And I tell you, I was nervous about mentioning that to you guys. But I have a good church family. And I love you all. But I do. I apologize. And I ask for your forgiveness. And I need your prayers. I need your prayers. You know, it's easy to sit back and go, man, I want people jumping the pews. Well, I don't want anybody jumping the pews if it's, if it's out of the flesh. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, I've been in churches, man, and well, people were just, and I did not feel a thing. And I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And I said, Lord, is it me? No, it wasn't me. The Spirit of God was not in that place. But Karen wants God's will. I do. I need to understand what that is. I need to know what God's will is in my life because, listen, He is God. We are not. I don't care what we go through. Boy, when little John said that about the sufferings 
you know, we don't we don't waller, and I am paraphrasing. I told him that earlier. We shouldn't waller in our sufferings. And I tell you, I've been guilty of that. Think about his sufferings Amen. and what he went through. I'm telling you, his will. Guys, oh my goodness, if I could just get to that place. If I could get to that place where I just bask in his presence and truly understood his will in my life. Man, oh man, oh man, it would be in my speech. It would be in my action, not only at church, but at home and at Walmart and at school. I'm telling you, everybody would see Christ in me the way God wants them to. Everybody would. If I could just get to that place, understanding his will in our life. I'm very comfortable. I live a very comfortable life. I'm very, very comfortable. And I'm almost too comfortable. Amen. 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 That song, Leaning on the Ever, that's one of my favorite songs. Is got me through a lot of stuff. Truly, we need to listen to the words of these songs sometimes. Leaning. And do you know that's what he wants us to do? To lean on him. I think about my grandchildren a lot. And I really feel like Noah has the fear of God in his heart. I just feel that when I'm around that kid. I just really feel like he has the fear of God in his heart. And I think about if the Lord tarries. And the things that we see now. And yes, I pray for our country. I would not want to live anywhere else. Amen. But my baby boy preached the message last Sunday. And I've listened to it more than once on YouTube. And that has stuck with me. Judgment is coming. Judgment is coming to America. Judgment's coming. Listen to me, church. Judgment is coming to America. I don't want to be in my will because judgment is coming to America. And I think about Bentley and I think about Noah. If the Lord tarries, what are they going to face? What are they going to see? And when I say this, I don't, I mean, it's, this is true. This is true, people, right here in America. There are people in these schools who set out litter boxes for kids identifying themselves as animals. Now, that's just how sick. That's how sick of, I mean, just salute is just sick, sickening to me. So I think about Bentley, who's almost four, and Noah, who's almost 13. I think about what will they face? What will these babies face if the Lord tarries? I'm going to tell you, being out of God's will, when I know better, it's not only dangerous for me, but it can also be dangerous for them. And that's the truth tonight. Y'all pray for me more than anything. I want to be in his will. I've said it and we've heard it in here. Yes, the shouting is wonderful. Oh, it's wonderful. And, and all, I mean, people jumping on stuff, that's wonderful. Running around, it's wonderful. And I believe in the gifts. I believe in all the gifts. Not just the speaking in tongues and interpretation, but I believe in all of them. The sermon, faith, I believe in all of the gifts. If, if, if it's God and not flesh. I've often said I think the sermon's one of the greatest gifts that the church needs. The sermon is a great, great gift that the church needs today. You need to know for sure. But guys, I'm going to read that scripture again. 
in Ephesians 9, uh, 5, 17, he says, Wherefore, be ye not unwise, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Absolutely. Understanding. It's not us. It's not about Karen, and it's not. It's not about me. It's not about anything that I go through. It's not about anything that I want. It's not about anything that I need. It's all about him. It's all about him. I I just love him tonight, and I just need your prayers. It really, it it just, it hurt my heart, but it, it scared me. It really did. It scared me that I knew to say something this morning, and I didn't. I didn't say anything. And I should have. I apologize. And not everybody's here that was here this morning. I apologize. When I say pray, pray for me. I really, really, really need your prayer. I want to be in his will. I want to understand God's will in my life. And I heard a preacher say it best one time. He said, uh, if you want something out of the service, put something in it. And that's so true. You want something out of it? Seek God. Put it. I'm telling you, hit these altars. Yeah. Hit these altars, hit these altars, hit these altars. Cry out to God, cry out to God, cry out to God. And you know what, sis? As much as I love Tabitha, and I mean, she is probably one of the best singers. I, I, she is. We are blessed with a lot of great singers. But she is probably one of the best singers. But I'm going to be praying for her. Because more than anything else, I want God's will to be done in her life. That's why our mother sat on that church pew at the Church of God for so many years because she wanted to be in God's will. When I left that church, I was the last child sitting there on that pew with her. And, you know, she did not try to talk me out of it. When I started coming out here, she didn't say, oh, but she didn't say any of that. Why? Because she wanted her children to be in God's will. And I want to be in His will. I just believe time is a lot shorter than we really think it is. I mean, I really, really, really do. I really, really think it's a lot shorter. I think the past couple of years, I've seen things and heard things that I never dreamed I would in this country. Seriously. Just in the past couple. I'm not talking 20 years ago. I'm talking just in the past couple of years. And it's just more intense. And we know, I've said this before, I don't mean to keep talking, but... We know that, uh, you know, Christians today, we are considered extremists. Mm-hmm. Like, we are, like, on the top ten list. I mean, we really, I'm talking about with, like, the Taliban and people like that. Christian people are listed, listed there. Because we stick to the Bible. We have, you have to. It's his way or no way. It's his word or no word. I'm telling you right now, we don't answer to man. They can pass any law they want to in Washington, D.C., but we will answer to God. They can do what they want to, but we're going to answer to him one day. I assure you that day is coming. And we don't answer to them. But guys, the last couple of years, there's just been a lot of crazy, crazy things Mm -hmm. happening. And I just really, really feel like our time is a lot shorter than we probably realize. And I just want to be ready. Yeah. Had I done that this morning and the rapture took place, I don't know. I really don't. What would happen? He does say the small fault spoils the vine. I don't know. 
pray for me. I want to be in his will. And John, that's pretty much all I have. Does anybody need prayer for anything? Anybody need prayer?